What's happening, folks? I am Alicia Henley, aka The Smooth Factor. Welcome to my Crash Pad. This is a podcast for technologists, creatives, and my techie tribe. On it, we'll be going behind the scenes and looking at some of the latest technologies that drives incredible experiences. And of course, we'll have open discussion on the challenges, success, and the designs of these spaces. So without further ado, let's hop into this week's episode. Welcome to this special episode that is called For the Love of Audio. This episode is dear to my heart because it's for all the audio heads out there. Today I am speaking with Tony Ostrom, president of the WISA Association. We'll get into what exactly WISA stands for, but I want to give a highlight of what the association is built on. It is built on more than 60 member brands working together to define and implement worldwide standards for high-resolution, multi-channel, low-latency audio for TV, video games, and music. You know, audio is just as important as the video in AV to heighten any experience we're trying to create. So today we are going to take a deep dive into not only WISA as an association, but wireless technology in audio. All right, so Tony, welcome to my crash pad. I am so excited to have another audio head geek out with me here on on this episode, on this show for once. I talk about a lot of different forms of technology, but it's always great for an audio lover to join me. So welcome to my crash pad. Thank you so much. Very happy to be here. Awesome. What I like to do when I interview individuals is to get a little background on you. So let's just start with that. Again, I said you're an audio head. I've My background is in audio as well. So let's just start with your journey that's kind of led you up to this point in your career. Uh, sure. Um, uh, let me, I'll go to the first hour and then we can take a break. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's been since I was a kid. Uh, you know, I, I, my, my mom actually listened to a lot of music and um, my, my uncle is a musician and, uh, he's, uh, it's, it's just, I've, I've always been around music and I fell in love with it at an early age. And, um, I, uh, I, you know, seven years old, started taking piano lessons and, and became a drummer and, uh, went that, that turned into, you know, studying music and music engineering and recording and, you know, microphonics and acoustics and physics and everything in college, you know, and performance and writing music. And was in some bands, and you know, building the systems. I was the guy, you know, with the with the really loud car audio system in high school and all that stuff. Ended up working for uh, JL Audio, and kind of got uh, you know sunk my teeth into the industry there, and you know, learned how kind of learned how it worked. You know, product development and marketing and and the engineering behind these things, and just fell in love with it. You know, and and it's always been about making people happy and helping them create. The audio systems that make the music and the and the you know movies and TV shows and everything they love more real, and that's what we're trying to do now. And there's so much content now that it's it's easy to access. Now we just have to make it sound great and and make that you know that visceral experience a constant in your life. Exactly. I mean, in every experience, audio is included in that experience in one you know in some form or fashion. And that's what drew me to audio. Like I started in church and then I realized, wait a second, audios and everything, broadcasting. Oh wait, I can actually go into AV and install this in places or like you could do TV. Like audio is everywhere. And usually like growing up, like you said, being involved with music, you think you're going to grow, you know, sometimes a lot of people that I knew that loved audio as much as I did, they're 
aspirations were to be a musician or a singer of some sort, right? And then you get, you get to a certain <laughs> age and like, okay, this isn't going to happen. How am I going to make some money, <laughs> right? My dream job used to be to do front of house for Beyonce. And then I quickly found out that I was not going to like being on tour. You know, the roadie thing was not for me. So <laughs> the heck that changed quickly. But audio can definitely take you through a lot of uh, different journeys in life. Absolutely. I was with you until I was probably, I don't even want to admit it, but it was, it was, it probably started with a two. So the twenties somewhere I was, I was still going to be a drummer in a band. I mean, it, and to be honest, I'm actually connect reconnecting with some of my old bandmates from Florida. And we're, we're kind of over a long period of time recording some stuff even now. I mean, if you know that, that passion stays there, you know, I, I think that's great for us. Yeah, absolutely. Cause passion, passion has to feel us in some form or fashion. I'm, I'm especially me. I'm one of those people, if I'm not passionate about it, then you might as well just, you know, hang up your coat because if it's not something that I could be fully invested in, then you kind of have to just let it go. So having the passion to balance it out and also learn the business side of audio and how everything works behind the scenes just makes you even more of a greater asset in the long run which leads you to where you are now. <laughs> but, you know, be, you know, being very into music and audio and learning business and putting all of this together has led you to start an association focused on audio. So let's, let's just dive into that. Tell me about the association. Sure, sure. Um, well, I'd love to take credit for starting it, uh, but it did exist a little before me. I've been here about five years. Um, it's been around maybe a little more than twice that, but um, you know, the last, the last few years, we've had a lot of, a lot of momentum. Um, we've, we really started to establish the category, which is great, but the, the way I got in, involved was, uh, I was, um, the, uh, uh, VP of product development for Klipsch. Um, I had actually worked at Klipsch in product development and marketing, um, left to go help some guys start some other, uh, some other initiatives, a couple other brands, uh, and came back to help with some of their more, more technologically advanced, some of their wireless stuff, some of their powered stuff, um, things that they traditionally, it wasn't necessarily traditionally that brand, although they had certainly made a, made a name for themselves in those areas. And so I was working with a lot of different technologies and one of them was WISA. And I, you know, I saw, you know, you saw the wave of soundbars coming through and, and the simplicity and people, you know, making their, their TVs sound better for sure. Um, but this new technology now was going to allow someone to set up, you know, a, a more traditional multi-channel, you know, high performance system just as simply as a soundbar. So the, the ease of use and ease of setup was there, but the performance was staggeringly better. And I thought this is important, you know, and, and it really, it really landed on me that th this could become, uh, you know, the, the, the next wave of, of amazing home cinema experiences on the audio side to couple what was happening on the content delivery side and the TV side. So you've got great stuff coming in that looks great. How can we make it sound just as great? And fell in love with the tech and, you know, ended up migrating over and, and helping them, you know, build the category. Okay. And tell us what WISA stands for, for people who don't know. No worries. It's wireless speaker and audio. So it, it's basically, you know, it, in, in the most basic terms, it's a wire replacement. But in that, there's a lot of technology. So you have to worry about latency. You have to worry about channel synchronization. You have to worry about fidelity and all those things and interoperability. You're dealing with a lot of different brands and components. But at its at its core level, that's what it is. We're we're making it a very simple process to get 
a really great system in your house. And is it as simple as so if I if I've got my home theater going and I put some Weiss products or you know your partner's products in my theater, is it as simple as like setting up Bluetooth to your cell phone? Yes. As a matter of fact, in some cases, uh, de- depending on the components you're buying, there really is not necessarily a pairing process. Um, things will kind of automatically see each other and connect. Uh, now you can get more elaborate and bring a lot of components in from different brands and but the, the idea is it's all interoperable. And so no matter what subwoofer, no matter what rears, no matter what front front stage or Atmos speakers or whatever that I'm using, the the transmitter will see those things, connect to them and allow me to control, you know, if there's equalization or levels or anything I want to do beyond the initial setup. But yes, it's designed to be just as simple as you're used to setting anything else up, if not more so. Gotcha. And so is the association made up of... Um integrators, end users, manufacturers? Is it a little bit of everybody? How how do people get involved or learn more? No, that's a great question. Um, so mainly the association is uh, brands in, in the audio and video space, um, you know, consumer electronics, home cinema related brands. Um, I mean, it, our website has the full list, but it's, uh, you know, it's LG and, and Hisense and Klipsch and Harman Kardon and, and Bang & Olufsen, we're somewhere around 80 brands right now. Um, and yeah, and, and then additionally, there are contract manufacturers that are working with those brands so that, you know, the people that are working on the, the helping them work on some of the development process, um, you know, their product roadmaps, their technology roadmaps, um, there are also a lot of members that fall into that category. Um, and then now what we're doing as an association, we're putting a lot of initiative uh, in, in the last probably year or so into building the category outwardly in the, in the eyes of the consumer. So they know, you know, just like they know what, uh, Wi-Fi as a technology, but also as a brand and what it delivers to them from a use case and simplicity standpoint, uh, or, or some other technologies like HDMI, as an example, we, we want to, you know, we want to have that same recognition so that we help our, our brand partners and members, when they bring a WISA solution to market, everybody goes, oh, yeah, I know exactly what that is. I know how it works. I know what it's all about. So we're now actually even certifying. We just now started certifying retailers um, nice. so that they can be trained in what we're doing. They understand the products that are available, how they work, how to set them up, although that's an easy process. But what we're all about. So there's a lot of different ways to become uh, either a member of the association or directly tied to it and certified. Gotcha. And it's it's great that you mentioned education, even though it's simple, right? Like there's still <laughs> there's still those times where people need to know your story as an association, but also make sure that they know the technology off the back of their hand so they can tell that story and also tell the story of the technology to proper properly integrate it in the right spaces so that the experience for the end user, you know, the end consumer is just seamless across the board. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that you, you, we can call it education. And if you really couple that with its simplicity, what you're really talking about is awareness. You know, just, yeah, you may not yeah, know exactly. what's available. <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of education. It's like, Hey, you can pick all these speakers and any of these TVs and, and th- plug this little transmitter in and, and they'll all work together and you have a home theater. Oh, I had no idea, you know? So it's, it's a, it's a simple story, but it's a great experience. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Simple stories and great experience is is, is <laughs> what's better. Right? Exactly. That's what <laughs> that's what makes a brand or a product what it is. You know. So that's that's awesome because we. <laughs> I like that awareness because I always say this on this show. Like 
you don't know what you don't know. Like how do people get into AV? I don't know. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know. You can't get in an industry if you don't know it exists. You can't find cool products if you don't know that they exist. So I definitely agree with you on the awareness side. So you, you spoken a little bit about your partners and I'm guessing you guys would probably be at a CEDIA or a CES. Am I, am I on the right lines there? Absolutely. Yeah. When, when, when it's applicable. Yeah. How about, <laughs> um, say, how about current, say, are you traveling current, uh, right time now? Frame, yeah, exactly. <laughs> current time frame, maybe not a great example, but, um, but yeah, we are definitely traditionally at those shows, um, supporting our partners, um, talking to potential new partners. Um, you know, and again, now, like I say, it, it's the first couple of years, at least in my tenure, we're working a lot with those brands, working a lot with their engineering teams and all that kind of thing. And and um, now we're still doing that, but we're also outward facing. So now we're we're working a lot with retailers and and the like to uh, to advertise and and bring the the category you know to the end user and again help that awareness. Right. And one thing I like that you keep saying, Tony, is brands, right? A lot of people are always like manufacturers, manufacturers, and half of the time, like, okay, we get it. We, If you're in the industry, you get the term of manufacturer, but brand takes a company to a whole nother level. When a company, when a company has a great brand, then it's easy to sell that product because people know that brand right off, right off the rip. So the fact that the the association is working with brands like very strong brands is already a win-win situation. Yeah, I agree. And I think it, it gives credibility to, to, to everybody, you know, it's, 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 here's, here's a new technology, but look how it's being used. Look what it can deliver and look who's using it. And some of the products, you know, I mean, we're, we're in everything now from, you know, seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, 5.1 systems to tens of thousands of dollars, uh, you know, speaker pairs from some, from really high end product. And, and it's, it's the same module that's in, you know, the, the $150 satellite and the, you know, $40,000 satellite. So it's, it's a really cool solution that's very ubiquitous. Um, and, and we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of traction. It's great. Awesome. Scale, you know, being able to scale, and be flexible is is where it's at. Scalability, flexibility, baby. If you can sell those two <laughs> things, then we're we're all good. You know, if you put those into a great oh, exactly. product, you're straight. <laughs> I, I would even, I would even say the third leg of that stool is interoperability. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. You don't want to lock up the market. Can't work with certain things. Kind of like the trouble oh, yeah. we ran into. Uh, if only people knew the 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 time that went into just getting this recording going. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to lock things up and make it hard for people to access the product and um so that's a very very great point so let's just pivot a little bit and make this more of a, of a little bit back to your personal journey um what you know what keeps your passion for audio alive because like you said you've worked with really big brands now you're working with an association i you know i'm it's, it's a it's just a kind of a love affair with sound i mean and i don't I know that sounds kind of, you know, I don't know. It's always been fascinating to me to just not only, you know, see some, a beautiful performance, but then, then to, to, to learn, okay, how was that, how was that captured onto, I mean, you know, it used to be tape and then it was, you know, the digital formats came out and, and now the way things are, are, you know, flown through the air at everybody and, and you, the accessibility of everything. But then 
okay, now, now that we have it, what's the reproduction sound like? You know, so there's the perform, there's the writing of, of something, be it a, a, you know, an orchestral score or a guitar solo or whatever. Then there's, you know, the creation, then there's the, rec- the, the capturing of it. Then there's the, the, the transmission of it. Then there's the recreation of it. Um, then, then hopefully all that ends up being, there's, there's an enjoyment factor for somebody. And I don't know, it's just that whole process to me, has always been fascinating. And, and the end point of it is, like I said, that visceral experience where you listen to something and, you know, you're, you're emotionally affected. And it, sometimes it's just the audio, sometimes it's the audio and the video together. Um, but that, that experience, I think, especially now with, with so much accessibility to so much content and discovery, you know, that, that, that you can just, you can just for, for, and I know screen time's a big thing, but when you have the, you know, that hour or two to, to, to kill and you want to, you want to really sit down and enjoy and, and relax or, or whatever, or, or it's a football game and you're having the, you know, everybody over and, or family movie night or whatever it is, what's that experience? Is it as good as it can be? And that's, that's, I think, what drives all of us. Our whole team is full of, you know, that kind of <laughs> attitude, I think. And that's what drives us to, to make this thing happen is we want it to be great for everybody. I love that. I think we're going to title this episode, uh, Audio Love Affair. You're like, you're legit in love <laughs> with the process and creating an ultimate experience that, that, and that's what my show was about, right? Like, we talk a lot about, you know, digital signage, immersive experiences. It, when you talk about these nowadays, they're mostly wrapped up in the visual aspect. But none of these experiences are the same without the audio. And that is what I've been pushing over the last, I don't know, year and a half or so. Like I've like I said, I'm an audio head. The yes, immersive experiences are great. But they're only as great as the audio because you can't be fully immersed in something without having that, you know, that 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 sense of of hearing something and being fully involved in it. So I totally get you. The sense of being in the moment. Right. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, if you're watching a football game and the ref blows his whistle. If you close your eyes, can you just for a split second think you're in the stadium? Yeah, exactly. You you, you, you should, you, you right? Should. I mean, if you're watching a, a, a I, I could go on and on, but like I was just thinking about this earlier today, you know, and, and it, it harkens back to a story that a professor of mine told us, uh, you know, too many years ago. But, you know, like if you watched Game of Thrones, there were dragons in Game of Thrones and they breathed fire. Those things don't happen in reality. So somebody had to graphically figure that out on screen and then somebody else had to figure out what that all sounds like because there's no there's no frame of reference like you can't go down to the zoo and record a dragon so that process right now we're not even talking about a guitar solo we're talking about something mythical that, that does not exist and and they had to bring it to life and you can close your eyes in on a great sound system and there's a dragon breathing there and he is going to fly away and it sounds amazing that process is so cool yeah indeed indeed <laughs> the creative process to create something that doesn't exist from an audio perspective just just takes it to a whole nother level when you really sit back and think about what in, what went into it yeah oh yeah and then make it sound real and then make that reproduction sound real that's 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 a good time <laughs> yeah then that's what it's about True love affair with the pro- with within the process. I love that, Tony. Yeah, that was a perfect example <laughs> of, of what keeps all of us audio heads in, involved and in, in pushing and pushing the needle forward within the industry. Um, so, another reason why I've, why I started this podcast is to tell people about what I do. People are always like, "Alicia, what do you do? What do you do? What do you actually do? What do you do?" And I want to tell stories of 
of our industry, right? So for people who are into audio, but don't know which way to go, might not know where their career can take them, you know, for those starting off or looking to get involved, what would you say is a specific technology they should focus on in learning that would still be relevant within, I don't know, five to 10 years? You know, that I hope it's us. Um, <laughs> but uh, the, 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 the truth of that is, uh, you know, you, you don't know specifically. And, and I think the don't knowing, the, the not knowing is really the, the answer to the question, because I think if you, if you figure out kind of what space you want to be involved with, and then you take take a hard look at where it is now, learn from the history of it, and where it is now, and then figure out all the different ways you think it could be going. And and I think if you look at all the kind of cohort industries around it, CE and audio is a great example because you know you look at content. Okay, what drives a home theater? Well, content coming in. Well, what what are the restrictions there? You know what for a while, everything was, you know, in mono and then it was in stereo and then it was in multi-channel. And now you've got Atmos and everything. And now there's enough bandwidth for all that to come into the house. Okay. What's next? So, you know, there may not be a specific technology, but there's a, 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 a grand category and all of its parts to look at. And then you have to figure out, all right, what, what does perfect look like to me? And then what's missing in that process to build that perfect. And I know that's a kind of vague, but you know, like when I, when I went to college, I studied just music engineering and, and composition and a bunch of different things. Cause I, I knew I wanted to do something with music and sound. But I didn't know really what it was. And, you know, that somebody would have said, well, you know, you're going to end up working in multi-channel high definition home cinema audio. Well, that wasn't, that, that was so far from anything that was available then, you know? <laughs> so I think you just keep it, keep it right. really broad and, right. and you'll hone in over time as you, as things kind of evolve around you and you keep you know, keep your finger on the pulse and, and you'll figure it out and, and you'll probably have, you know, two, three, four, five different things you end up doing. That was, that's great advice. That's great advice. Cause this is such a broad industry. You have to find a place to start. And as you grow through your career, you legit just start honing in. Um, that's, that's also an example of what I've done over the years too. So that's, yeah. Don't be afraid to pivot. You know, like you said, if, if you, if it's, if it's not, a, if it's not a passion, Find something that is, because you're going to spend a lot of time doing it. Whatever it is, you, you should probably yeah, like it. Yeah, you probably you probably <laughs> should, or else nobody wants to be miserable. So you probably should like it. But pivot, pivot, and passion. I like that. Thanks, thanks, Tony. That's going to be some great advice uh, for all of the listeners. And um, now we're going to go into a, a little quick lightning round. This is where I ask you a, a few random questions, and I'm sure you'll have a yeah. Random I'm questions. sure you okay. have a few. Good random answers as well. <laughs> All okay. right. So here we go. We're going to go into this lightning round here. So what is your favorite wireless audio device? Oh, um, my favorite wireless audio device? Um, well, I could mm -hmm. I could put in a cheap product pitch and say it's, the, it's our sound send, but honestly, it's my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's but honestly, your phone. We all love our phones. Little little not, computers in, in our in not, palm not of our hands. Not as a speaker. <laughs> but but just right, that, right. Like, that con speaker, but... accessibility um you know and and a variety it, it that's that's the core of this whole thing you know and and so if you can if you can sure get is. that that's great and it's the core of this recording <laughs> right now like you're you're legit on your phone on this app recording that's this right. podcast right now so definitely good good point okay so let's see favorite era of music Ooh, um 
eighties. And, and but eighties like eighties heavy he, heavy uh, like hard rock and and like progressive rock, that kind of stuff. That's what I like to play. So that's what I'll have to say. I was about to say that. Now I can envision you going going in on your on your drums. <laughs> you know, just getting in. Okay. I, that's, well, that, that's what I, that's what I grew up with, and now I mean, the more modern stuff is awesome. Don't get me wrong. It's just that's that's where that's kind of where it started. First so that, love. That's probably the favorite. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. All right. So, what's your favorite non work activity? My favorite non-work activity, um, watching my kids. My kids are involved in a million different things um, with dance oh, and awesome. sports and everything else. And so I have a daughter and a son, and, and they're amazing, and I love to just go watch them do their thing. Yeah, that's awesome. That that sparks inspiration right there, um, you know, being a parent. I don't know what that is yet, but, you know, <laughs> I'm sure that just inspires you to keep doing what you're doing and stay passionate for sure. 100%. All right. And also, I, I kind of think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite instrument? <laughs> um, well, definitely the drums. Definitely the drums. <laughs> yeah, Anything okay. percussion, but uh, get, just getting behind a, a nice drum set. And I mean, it's just, like I say, it's, it's, it's that emotional, visceral thing. You can be calm, you can be energetic, you can be, you know, whatever. And, and that, and I also always like the drums because it, you can have bands without a lot of specific instruments. But it's hard to have a band without a drums, without a drum set, you know, with or some kind yeah. of percussion, you know, whether it's yeah. an orchestra or jazz or rock or whatever. There's probably somebody hitting something somewhere. <laughs> right, right, right. You got to have some kind That's of beat right. going. I I agree with you there. Well, Tony, this has been a blast. I appreciate you coming out to hang with me in my crash pad. Before I let you go, where can the people find you? And of course, learn more about the, the association. Oh man, come visit WaisaAssociation.org and uh, learn about what we're doing. T- tell your friends. <laughs> Anybody who's interested in, uh, in in home cinema and a really immersive experience, it's super easy to set up. That's what we're trying to do. Um, and uh, we, we are excited because we have a lot of momentum right now. Um, we work with some great brands and the future is bright for home cinema. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to be sure to share all that in the show notes, of course, as well. So people can go and um, find this information once once we get it loaded up. It'll be in the show notes. And again, Tony, I appreciate you hanging out. We'll have to have you back. I would love that. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, folks. If you're excited to be a part of my techie tribe, make sure you download, subscribe and review this podcast. And remember to stay creative and keep it techie. Peace.